Podcast Answer Man, episode number 52 is sponsored by AG Design over at ageedesign.com slash podcast. More details on about a discount you can get right after this. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Podcast Answer Man. I am speaking really fast and I have no idea why I haven't had any coffee. I am just talking fast. Anyway, I am so excited to come back to you with episode number 52 here. Uh, episode 50 was recorded back on February 9th, the same day of PodCamp Nashville. I waited for some reason about three and a half weeks or so before releasing episode number 51, uh, which was my part one of my review of PodCamp Nashville. And of course, if you haven't listened to that, I encourage you to go back and listen to it. I only had two gripes, but I overall I had a wonderful experience at PodCamp Nashville. And I'm very glad that I attended and I'm very thankful for a lot of the relationships that I um, strengthened there, some relationships that had already started, and very excited about some new relationships that I had uh, uh, made and established and, and looking forward to uh, building into as well. Now today we're going to continue on with basically just sharing with you some sound clips that I recorded while I was down there with, talking with some folks. Now the first bit of sound clips that I'm going to, or the first sound clip that I'm going to play is a conversation that I had with Two divas uh, from DivaCast uh, podcast, and Carrie and Sharon are two ladies who are a part of a five-part podcasting panel known as the Divas, uh, the DivaCast, and they do a wonderful job. If you have not heard of the DivaCast, I encourage you to check them out, listen to them. I, I since I've been back from PodCamp Nashville, I've resubscribed to their show because I, I don't know what happens ever. Every now and then, I just do a, a a huge purge of my podcast I haven't listened to in a long time. I have listened to the DivaCast in the past. I've loved listening to them whenever I had the opportunity, and recently fell in love with their show once again. Uh, if you if you have time, go and listen to the the episode uh, where they have the sex therapist. I think uh, they re- had her on just recently, a couple episodes back. Very intriguing stuff indeed, and uh, it's always fun to listen to to ladies talk and and just to hear their perspective on life. And they're 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 just five ladies that just have a lot of fun together. And I think that's going to come through. I think you'll hear a little bit of that. And the 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 neat thing is is that these girls are no, these were not new. Uh, their podcast is not new to me, and and my conversation with them is not new as well. We've had some interactions with email and. Uh, possible voicemails, I think, in the past as well. But anyway, rather than me going on and on and on and on, let me just go ahead and play for you the conversation that we had during PodCamp Nashville. All righty, everybody. Um, back here uh, at PodCamp Nashville still. And I am with Carrie and uh, Sharon from the DivaCast. Yes. Hey. And we have, I we've like talked back and forth, I think, at least once or twice. Yes. You guys emailed several times. Uh, I've listened to probably two or three of your guys' podcasts. I wish I could listen to more. Did your ears bleed? No, no, not at all. (laughs) You guys have so much fun, and and I think that that's the beauty of podcasting. So there are, what, four or five of you? Five. Five divas. So there are five divas, and just tell us about it. I mean, people have always, you guys always hear me, so I'm going to let them talk. Well, we are five friends. We got together about ten years ago, and... um, just just um, to, to be, I don't know, we we're trying to get a deeper friendship. And then um, one of the divas, Suzanne, got cancer. And that sort of bonded us on a deeper level. 
And then after her, after she got a clean bill, bill of health, she decided to go back to school. And part of her uh, thesis, she decided to do via podcasting instead of writing. Oh. So that got her into the world of podcasting. And one day she said, "I think we should all we should take the divas to the uh, to the airwaves." And most of us didn't even know what podcasting was. Mm-hmm. I think I was the only one. Right. Um, but we did, and we. It's just been a wild ride. It's been a lot of fun. We've been we've been podcasting now for about a year and a half. Right. Oh wow. We have o- over eighty episodes out there, and um, it's just been a lot of fun. We have listeners that are very loyal, and we just. We've had our ups and downs, but overall, uh, it's been a fun ride. We've enjoyed it. But it's it's really geared towards inspiring women to foster this uh, friendships because a lot of women feel like they're out there on their own. I know your, your wife Stephanie has some, a good tight girlfriend, yes. But a lot of women are really out there on their own, as, especially if they have young children. They can feel like they're just doing it out, you know, doing it all by themselves. So that's that was our main thing is to try to uh, inspire other women to have the same kind of friendship that we found. So, and grow and grow as women as we get older. Um, our focus is our our audience is probably our listeners are 30 something right. and older. So it's it's um, definitely women oriented. Yes. Right. Now, tell me about some of the how many would you say famous people have you encountered as a result of this? Somebody that just like blew you away that they either listened or you found out that they listened or somebody you've met as a result. Has that happened yet? I don't know about famous people. I mean, we've been we've been um, honored enough to interview some people. Um, there's a, a, a woman by the name of Shanti Feldian that's an author. And um, we reviewed her book and actually interviewed her, her um, co-author of one of her books. Um, Leon Dolan, she's part of the Satellite Sisters, so we got to talk to her. But it's never been a situation where, you know, some, someone really famous has known us, but it's been really humbling to be somewhere and have someone say to, you know, say to me, are you a diva? You know, and it's just like, yeah, you know, really, really exciting that people, I mean, it's just kind of bizarre when you first get into it and realize, wow, they're really listening to us, you right. know. Right, right. And we've also interviewed um, an author, he was a, a CIA assassin. Oh, at one wow. time, and he wrote a book, Roland Haas, and it was My Secret Life as a CIA Assassin, Enter the Past Tense. Yeah, you need to listen to that one. I will That's have, a good one. Do you happen to know what episode? No. No, but it would be on I will on go there. back. Yeah. And we, then we interviewed his wife, uh, Marilyn, and kind of got her perspective of never, not, she had no idea what her husband did. Oh, for my 20, gosh. She's been married for 27 years. She had yes. no idea that he was doing that, this. You know, that's, that's weird because I, I can almost understand the secretive nature of what you'd have to keep uh, to be in, I mean, to do that. But to live a lie, I mean, I, I don't mean to pass judgment, but for me, I'm thinking to live a lie with your spouse yes. for that long, that. But he, see, he I, I'm going to have. Yeah, he, he fell into alcoholism, alcoholism and almost died, and that's how he just he couldn't handle it. And that's and it's a neat it's a neat story. Oh it's wow! A great book. The book writing was almost the I healing it process. It was the whole healing process wow. for him. Yeah, so it, it's a very cool. And so you interviewed him first, right? Yes. And then you interviewed her, right? Right. Oh, I yeah, I am so going back. I, <laughs> yeah. I feel so bad for not keeping up. 
I mean, well, I'm, I'm subscribed to what 70, 80 it's podcasts. Hard. It's hard. And, but yeah. no, that that is interesting. I, I, I definitely want to hear that now. That that's one of our more male oriented yeah. kinds of shows, right? You know what's weird though? Um, you you guys have I know you have mentioned Stephanie and her close friend Sarah, and they, yeah. she's doing the full time mom. Uh, and I'm so glad she's doing. It. I, I I started out co hosting her with this. Like, what am I doing here? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, I got to get out of here. So I'm so glad she did that. But um. One of the things that I realized is that probably about 25 to 30% of the subscribers and listeners to our, her show are men. Wow, she's got a lot of men. She has a lot of men. And, and actually, they email me all the time and say, you know, one of my favorite shows that you guys produce is The Full-Time Mom. And it's because they, they, they share things that go through the minds of their wives right, right. and their yeah. daughters. They get perspective. And yeah. they get perspective. And, and so there are a lot of men that would like to be able to understand a little bit more about how a woman processes the the different inputs in life. And so I I would be, have you ever done any kind of audience surveys of who are listening to you guys? We have, and it's primarily women. Is it primarily women? It's about 90%. Okay. But every once in a while we'll get an email or voicemail from from a guy. You know, I don't know, the guys guys probably don't want to admit that they listen to us, but I don't know. Well, I'm not ashamed to say that I enjoyed it when I listened. I, I really... I, it, it's in, I, I always just enjoy conversation. That's what, one of my favorite things in podcasting. You guys, have, if you listen to anything, you know that we don't script anything. And right. I, I, I try never to edit anything. And so it, instead, and, unless we say something really stupid, then I have to go take that out. But uh, That's but it, what I appreciate about you because um, you do. You put it out there and, and share. You share so much of yourself. And uh, I think that's what people enjoy. It's real. That's, it's real. Yeah. Yeah, and, and that's what I love about the DivaCast, of what I've heard of it. It's just sitting down at the table with a, a bunch of friends, and you. Yes. And, and I feel as though I'm at the table with you. And it doesn't matter that I'm a guy, and, and I listen. It's, it's just interesting. Well, our one of our latest shows, we interviewed a, um, not to get, it wasn't, well, it was, it was a little explicit, but the, a sex therapist, and talked about all the, um, the relationship stuff and the sex stuff, and... It was really, I think it's a very eye-opening <laughs> yeah, that, That's great. And, and one of the things that, that I'm sure if you've heard us talk, there should be no tie-in. You should not have to use explicit and sex at the same time. I mean, sex is a God-given thing, you know? Yeah, right. Yeah. And so, by golly, and, and especially with our children. Right. That's something that Stephanie and I are really huge in. It's like, you know, we, we talk to our children about their penis and vagina. And it's it, yeah. you notice that I'm not blushing saying that in front of you. It's, yeah. it's just... Right. Those are real That's things, right. yeah. and it's real life. And if we kind of blush and it's like, ah, I'm, I can't talk about that, right. then your, your your children would be afraid to talk about it. And the only person that's going to talk to them is their friends at school. And then you don't, they, yeah, and you don't want them to get you that don't, You don't get that input. But that's yeah. what this woman, uh, her name is Dr. Lori Buckley, and she said that. She's like, to give them the information, but to instill your values. Yes. And so, your morals and right. your morality. And, right. Well, that's good. I'll even have to listen to that. Well, yeah, thank you. There you go. Thank and you very now, much. Who, now, who's not here? So tell us. I know you said Susan. Suzanne. 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 And then we've got Amy and Julie. Okay. And where are they at? Well, for other reasons, just, they had other obligations. So we're family there. Family and Amy you guys have a conference. <laughs> now, are you guys from Nashville? Atlanta. Atlanta. Okay. Right. So you drove up here. Okay. Right. Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. So, awesome. And well, I'm glad I'm, we did. It's been a great experience. It really Thank has. you. I, I really appreciate. You know what I appreciate is the way you... And everybody that got up on stage, it's such a nice, it's cooperative, It's uh, um, everybody wants to help each other, yeah. there's no feeling of competition, you know, it's awesome, I yeah. really appreciate it. I, that, I do love it, I mean, it's like a family, the whole community is. Yeah. And for those of 
your listeners who weren't here, your energy, your love, I mean, was referenced yeah. a gazillion times yeah. because you're so real about it. Yeah. Thank you. Passionate. Yes. Enthusiastic. Yes. Yes. Maybe, maybe a motivational speaker one day. There you go. <laughs> you already are, Cliff. Yes. You think so? Yes, Definitely you are. Definitely for the podcasters. Yes. yes. Wonderful. Well, thank you very much. It thank was great you. talking with you guys. And where they can find you at? TheDivaCast.com. No spaces. No spaces. TheDivaCast.com. All right, thedivacast.com. Go check them out, folks. They are really a wonderful podcasting team, and I think if you haven't listened to them and you're looking for a new podcast to listen to to fill the time, they are wonderful, high energy, high octane, and uh, just it, it was wonderful to get to meet them face-to-face finally, at least two of them anyway, and looking forward to the opportunity to hooking up with them again in the future and uh, continuing on the conversation and... Uh, yeah, I'm just glad I had an opportunity to sit down and talk with them. Now, uh, the next, let's see here, the next thing, let's, the next clip I'm playing uh, for you is going to be a conversation that I had with somebody that I met for the very first time at PodCamp Nashville, and his name is Mitch Cantor, and I'm just going to go ahead and play that clip for you now. Okay, so I'm here at, uh, where are we, by the way? The Big Bang. The Big Bang. And uh, this is the post-PodCamp Nashville party, and I'm sitting here with uh, Mitch Cantor. Mitch, how are you doing? Doing good. Doing really well. So I, I just met you today and uh, have not heard any of your podcasts or anything. I'd like to know, tell me a little bit about Mitch and, and what you're doing in new media. Sure. Uh, well, uh, I've only been podcasting for a little while. Um, I really got my start in blogging. Uh, I started with a, a Blurdy account about seven or eight years ago when it was really starting to take hold. Uh, and I just realized then that it, this was something that was really big. Uh, the ability to put somebody's thoughts down from wherever and whenever and not have to worry about, well, the code is going to be right or, or whatever, but just being able to focus on what's really important, which is writing. Uh, so I graduated from Blurdy into Blogger uh, and then finally into WordPress where I, where I remain to this day. Uh, but I do a lot of new media. I do a lot of design. Uh, especially, uh, and then I also do uh, dabble a little bit here and there in podcasting. Great. So uh, let me ask you, what are you podcasting and blogging about? Uh, actually, it's just a live podcast. Uh, it's just basically I call in on uh, on my cell phone and just kind of record the thought of the moment. And uh, whatever uh, whatever response I get, I'll talk about it on the next one. Uh, and it's just an ongoing conversation between uh, myself and people who happen to hear wh- uh, what I have to say. Great. And are you using Utters to do that? I am using Utters. Uh, I'm a big fan of Utters uh, because I believe that anybody can, can be a podcaster. Yeah. Uh, I know a lot of people worry that, well, I don't have the equipment, or I don't have a microphone, or I don't have a voice for it, but uh, if you have a cell phone and feel comfortable talking on a phone, then anybody can be a podcaster, so it's a, it's a real, a great tool for anyone that wants to get into the business. You know, I, I can almost, I mean, of course, I, I'm such a, I, I'm, I get too hung up on my, the quality of my audio. <laughs> Uh, I don't know what it is personally. I mean, I, I think there are a lot of uh, phone-in podcasts that work great. But I, one of the benefits of that is that you know you could be walking down the street, talking on the phone, and explaining things. Yeah. Whereas I walk around with this in my hand, and I'm like just doing this, and I'm talking, and people, I'm like walking by people, and they look at me like I'm nuts, you know. <laughs> so that that would be one advantage to using the phone podcasting. It's very uh, it's very stream of conscious. Uh, I like to just I don't like to script what I'm talking about. And I will go back if it sounds. Ridiculous! I'll go back and, and I can re-record it. 
uh, or if something interrupts me during it. But for the most part, I, I just kind of call in, and whatever I say, I say. And uh, uh, if later I end up, you know, regretting it or whatever, you know, it's life's too short to regret what would happen. So it's just you just got to go with it, and uh, whatever happens will happen. So. Absolutely. So um, let me ask you the process that you're using. So you, you call into Utters. Obviously, Utters has the ability to auto post to like the entire world. I think. Yeah, yeah, it does. Explain to me your process. So you call it in, and then where does it go from there for you? I call it in, uh, and then I can go online to the website if I make it there in time. Uh, you have 10 minutes between when you call in uh, to when it actually goes out to the different services. Yep. So I call. I go to the website, and I can change the title. I can add pictures, text, whatever. Right. Uh, and then uh, it will go to my Twitter account, yep. uh, which will allow all my Twitter peoples to uh, to follow what I'm doing. It'll go to my weblog, which will let everyone else know what I'm doing. Uh, and I found out from you today that it goes to an RSS feed, so I may actually be trying to uh, to get it onto iTunes or, or one of the other podcast directories to get it out to a wider audience. So when now I recall using the auto poster. I, I, I started using Utters when it first came out. Uh, and I remember, uh, of course, they have the nice embeddable flash player, yes. which is beautiful, by the oh, way. I lovely. love their their flash widget. It's just amazing. It's so pretty. Now, the, I did not like the auto-posting to WordPress. The formatting was just too gaudy for me. I'm, again, I'm, a, I'm an ultra-perfectionist, and so if anything's just even slightly off-center or something like that, it drives me crazy when it doesn't fit in with my blog name. So what? It, so when you go in, are, let me ask, is it giving you the link to the MP3 file in the entry? No, it's actually embedding the entry inside the file. What, what a lot of people don't realize is that like a lot of the things that are on the internet right now, uh, Utters is controlled consistently by CSS. Uh, so you can actually go into a, uh, a cascading style sheet that's loaded by your blog and override any of the uh, settings that they have. Oh, so okay. if they have black text and links that are blue, you can change everything to uh, my, my, my thing would be white because I have right. a very a dark weblog with white text. Right. So I change everything to white, uh, and I actually use the Utters comments instead of WordPress. So I have full control over what's text and, and what is shown on the blog. Uh, and WordPress is powerful enough to be able to, to cater to that here. I actually have two different uh, two different loops, which a loop is what controls the WordPress uh, blogging uh, template. Uh, I have one that calls my regular text post, and then I have one at the bottom that actually controls video and audio posts through others. So I have full control over whatever I want to post on it. Gotcha. So so here's the here's the one thing I'm thinking. Okay, so this auto posting. It, does it embed a Flash player? So, like, when it posts to WordPress, it's Flash. Yes. So it's not actually putting, the, it's not embedding the, the link to the, the MP3. No, there's a play button, and I can go right see, in and hit play. See, I, th now here's the deal, and I know this for a fact. If you go, like I had told you in the uh, thing today, if you go to, go to Utters and click on My Utters, you'll see an RSS link. Now, if you click on that RSS, it'll show you the XML. You will not see any MP3 files. However, you take that and just take take that RSS feed and throw it right into iTunes, boom, it immediately starts downloading the MP3s. Wow. I have no idea why they're hiding those MP3 files. No. It makes me angry. Because I would, I mean, it, it sounds to me, uh, well, number one, I know for a fact they have them because I've downloaded them. Right. Okay, so I'm thinking, by golly, why don't you just take, take the embed code 
and embed the link to that MP3 file, yeah. which would then automatically get enclosed and get sent out to my blog or sent out via my RSS feed. I mean, that would make it a lot easier, I would think. But yeah, I, mean, but I don't know. One of the things that I've been thinking about for myself, of course, I have. You know, we have a monthly support team for you know people who enjoy all the content that we produce, mm-hmm. and um, and I do so much. I have a podcast called My Crazy Life, which is it's very much what you're talking about, but it's fully produced, kind of high quality, or it's one of these. You know, right, right. you know, I definitely go through a lot of work to put it together still. Sure, but I'm out in the car quite a bit, and I'll record a lot of Utter's messages, and I let it go to Twitter, but I really don't do much more other than the embed player, right? Because, like I said, I don't like the auto posting. So one of the things I been thinking about is making that RSS feed and turning it into a podcast and kind of only publicizing that feed for people who support, you know, on the monthly support team. It's kind of a benefit. It's not like I'm keeping people from getting it if they want it. It's available for free on my Utters account. You can follow me on Twitter and get it for free and stuff like that. But there's a there's always a convenience about being able to subscribe to something and have it downloaded automatically for you. Exactly. And, and RSS is making everything so easy to get, uh, especially since Firefox has had native support for RSS since, since you know, RSS came out. They were they were the first ones to really embrace it, and and all the Internet Explorer people are, are really missing out because they just don't have the ability to to go on. And if I want to find out what's happening to even my Facebook friends, I go on to my my live bookmark or something on Firefox. Oh well, so and so is doing this. So and so is doing this. RSS is making information so much so much more accessible. Uh, it's it's just fantastic. Absolutely. And, and I think that that with video casting and even podcasting going the direction they're going in, RSS is going to become so so important. And it, it just blows my mind how quickly everything is. Yeah. Is, is, is advancing how much it is. It's it's really to use the cliche phrase. It's the wave of the future, but it. I mean, it is. I mean, it that's is the way it is. Absolutely. I mean, I could not imagine what it would be like to have to actually go to somebody's website to see what's new. Yeah. I mean, it's unheard of. It's it's <laughs> funny though. As a designer, uh, I try to make people's websites look extremely nice, and that's that's what I do. But then at the same time. You know, the new media is pushing it a different direction. Yeah. It's almost like you visit people's websites for a novelty uh, and just to see, oh, well, they've got a really nice design. But you go to that that first time, and then you just don't have to go back anymore. Well, I, I would the only thing I would argue there is I think it's still extremely important to have that wonderful looking website. Exactly. Because yeah. it is your brand, it is it is your personality. It's on it's on the web. And my gosh, that's a lot of Elton John tonight. Yeah. <laughs> oh wait, that's Billy Joel. Okay, never mind. Oh, uh, okay. They, but they started out with like five different Elton John songs. Yeah. So, um, what I was going to say though is that you know there's a lot of content that's delivered via RSS, but there is a wealth of static information still that's available on websites that still exactly. has to be there. Exactly. I mean. Uh, especially with mine, I try to, uh, with my weblog personally, which is uh, studionashvegas.com, I try to promote people that, uh, that I think, you know, I had the, the podcast promoted. Uh, you couldn't find that in my RSS unless I posted about it. Right. Uh, Scott Shortley, one of the other po- uh, presenters today at PodCamp, I, uh, I do support for him, so I have him on my website. You wouldn't be able to know that until you actually went to my website. Uh, right. but there's so much information that's there 
uh, as a designer, I, I want to make websites look nice, but at the same time, I realize that it's actually the back end, the content, that's really going to reign supreme when it comes to the end of the day. Yeah. It's a, it's a very fine balance. If you have a nice-looking website, people will see you and they'll know that you're for real. If you have great content, then that just supports it even more. Yeah. Um, and you can have one without the other, but it sort of it sort of jades the jades you, the look. You, you have. I don't think you can have one without the other. Honestly, I think if you have a beautiful looking website but no with, content, no, with no content that's that generated, that people will only come to your website once. That's true. And and it's and then it's a done deal. But when I when when you give me the ability to come to your website and you have RSS. Your RSS is what set, what keeps you in my mind. Right. You know, it keeps you in front of my eyes. I like uh, I like to, to put this new media into perspective by looking at all of the political campaigns. I mean, you see road signs, you see commercials, you see billboards, um, you see hand-painted signs in the case of some of the candidates. And they're not really there to sway you one way or the other. It's just like, hey, I still exist. Yes. Uh, and, and I think that if anyone embraces that, unfortunately, as far as bad as I hate to say it, with the political candidates with all of their, their name advertising, because that's all they advertise is name. Um, I mean, they, they know what they're doing. It's, it's, the, the saying goes, out of sight, out of mind. Uh, and if you're out of someone's sight, you're, they're not going to remember who you are. Yeah. That, I think, you know, it's, it's really amazing the number of businesses today, even small businesses, that just don't have a decent website. And, and it, it, they're just missing out. I mean, I, I think our generation, I, I don't know about you, but me, when I go to a, bus, when I go to a business and I want to find out information, I don't want, I don't want their printed information. Right. I don't have room for that in my house or on my office. It clutters up my desk. Right. I don't want you to mail me your newsletter. I, I, I don't. As a matter of fact, I keep I keep one of my trash cans right by the mailbox so I can dump it straight in there. So so you have to have it. If you want to communicate with me, communicate with me digitally. Right. And so, uh, but it's amazing that there are companies that either they don't have a website. Or they just paid somebody fifty bucks to put it together. Right, you know, they paid their little their little brother to throw a couple of pictures and some text on there. Um, and I'll even take you one step further. I want a website that I know is going to update occasionally. There are yes. websites out there that have been out there since 99, 2000, 2001. Uh, and granted, when they were there at that time, they were cutting edge. Now you're going to be lucky if you can uh, if you can get you know if you can if you can cut an apple with it. It's, if you want to take it back into, into an iPhone. Because there are there are all these websites out there that you don't know if they if they're still existing. You don't know if they've updated in years. So instead of a you know instead of a website, I will read a company's blog before I will read their website. Just because as long as the post date is not more than a month away, I know that they're still existing and I know that they're still actively doing stuff in the community. Yeah, absolutely. Very cool. And so uh, now, where do you work at? I, uh, I own my own design firm. Uh, I do media consulting as well. Uh, you can find me online at uh, www.studionashvegas.com. Uh, if you want to follow me on Twitter, you can find me at twitter.com slash studionashvegas. Um, and those are really my main points of entry because there's uh, just the conversations I have with people there. I've met so many so many awesome people there. And, um, it, it's just great. So. Let me ask you one last question. Sure. When, you, when you're designing a business website, would you ever say there's a reason why you should or should not use WordPress to actually drive and run your actual business website? Um, WordPress is one of those versatile programs that can be used for anything. Um, 
I would actually highly recommend using WordPress uh, for a company website simply because of the fact is you can have all of these static web pages there, yes. but you can have that one dynamic content that keeps your site fresh and, and up to date and it lets people know that you're there. Or, but better than that, you can have categories. Exactly. And, ev and every category has its own RSS feed. That's right. That's the one thing I love about WordPress. GSPN.tv, people say, Cliff, how in the world do you manage 17 podcasts? Well, the truth is, I manage one WordPress installation, and every podcast is its own category. Every category has an RSS feed. Every author has an RSS feed. The, uh, the guy I'm working for now, Scott Shirley, we have five different authors that update storyboard, uh, dot, uh, the storyboard blog, which is ethos3.com slash blog. We have five different authors. I'm the Design Jedi. There's the author of Creativity. There's the Chief Rebel. And we all can subscribe and find out who's watching us by simply our RSS feeds. So the potential in WordPress is absolutely amazing. So I'm glad to hear that there are people out there that are proponent for that. So very cool, very cool. I was thinking about switching uh, all of my clients that have business websites over to WordPress. The, the cool thing of WordPress is, and a lot of people think, oh, it's WordPress, it's a lot different. No. I do my web design in Dreamweaver, yeah. and then I just copy the code over. WordPress is so versatile that you can insert one snippet of code, and it will make any website into a web blog. Yeah. No matter how simple, no matter how uh, website-ish it looks, there is one set of code you enter. It's called the loop, and it controls everything between the statements that is the blog, and everything is controlled from there. So WordPress can be put into any existing website, uh, any existing uh, blog can be transported over. WordPress can import any kind of uh, content, type pad, movable type, blogger, anything you need can be imported into WordPress. Um, and it's, it's just so, so versatile. The guys at WordPress really know what they're doing when they... Uh, you know, when they designed their software, they wanted something that was easy to use and very easy to keep using, and, yeah. and that's what they did. So, yeah, it's amazing. It's amazing. All right, well, this again, this has been a conversation with uh, Mitch Cantor, and uh, they can find you on the web at studionashvegas.com. Thank you very much. Absolutely, thank you. Okay, that was my conversation with Mitch Cantor, and I'm going to end the notes on here with a conversation that I had with Dave Delaney, who happened to be one of the PodCamp Nashville uh, sponsors, or not sponsors, but organizers, and he did a wonderful job. Again, in episode 51, I did share my two major gripes, you know, the 20-minute length of the, the talking and the fact that it was very difficult to, to practice the law of two feet. However, that being said, I did make some wonderful connections, and in fact, one of them was having the ability to sit down and talk with David, and here's what we talked about. Okay, so I'm sitting here with David Delaney, or is it Dave Delaney? Uh, Dave. Dave, okay. I like Dave. Dave. I, unless you're my mother and I'm in trouble. All right. Then it's Dave. <laughs> Dave, I, it is an honor to meet you today. I had not I had not known anything about you until last night. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I just, just I, I guess you are a part of Podcast, uh, PodCamp Nashville putting it together? Yeah, yeah. So tell me about that. Um, well, PodCamp Nashville is sort of a, um, in a way, sort of a spinoff, if you will, of BarCamp Nashville, which we did last August. Um, I'm from Toronto, uh, sort of a long-winded story, but I'm from Toronto, Canada, originally, Toronto, and moved to Nashville back last May, got a job at uh, a company called Emma, which is an email marketing company, with a guy named Marcus Whitney, who's from the Bronx, originally, New York. 
Marcus and I connected straight away and hit it off really well and, cre- and decided, before I got hired, decided to create Bar Camp Nashville. Um, and it was a huge success. Um, so we decided to do Podcast Nashville um, with Kelly Stewart, who was, it was really Kelly Stewart and I and Marcus helping as well, um, but decided to embrace the sort of podcast and blogging and new media communities uh, in and around Nashville and, and uh, kind of take it from there. So. Awesome, awesome. Yeah. So tell me about your involvement in podcasting and new media. What are you personally doing? Um, well, I... I I used to run BB, uh, BBS on my Commodore 64 awesome. when I was a teenager, when I was a preteen. Um, and, you know, I have it in my little bio on, on my blog, but it sort of, it, it was it was amazing that, like, late at night, um, my ringer would be turned off, and my, you know, my hard drive, my, my disk drive would turn green, suddenly from red to green, it would be, and I'd hear it moving. My monitor would be turned off, too. And I'd know somebody was in my computer using it. And so I'd, you know, get out of bed, and the, the room would turn green, and open the light. And I turn on the monitor and get into chat mode and chat as a sysop yes. with, with whoever was online. Did you use Wildcat software? Oh god, you know it's been so long. <laughs> I don't even remember to be honest. It's it's terrible right. that I, I say that, but I, I I honestly don't remember. It's been so long. But anyway, so you know, got into got into BBSing at a pretty early age, and uh, and then um, as I got older, I got into podcasting, and you know, Don and Drew were an inspiration for me. Um, and so my wife and I created a podcast called Two Boobs and a Baby, later called Two Boobs and a Baby Plus, which is twoboobsandababy.com, shameless plug. Awesome. And we started that in October 2005, and we decided to chronicle and create an audio baby book sort of about, for our friends and family, about, you know, our kids and how they're running, you know. And, and then we started the, two, the first two episodes is before our first child was born, Sam. Right. Third was when Sam was born. Episode 28 is when Ella was born. We, we actually recorded in the OR awesome. of Ella being born. Um, edited, of course. <laughs> so so that was sort of my history with, with I'm, I'm assuming that would be an audio podcast. An audio podcast, <laughs> yes, yes. This yeah. is 2005, man. Way before Vlogs. What was that? Um, so I've been blogging for a while too, and um, but started taking it more seriously last year. I created DaveMadeThat.com, sort of a spinoff of DaveMadeThis.com when I used to do some web development stuff and a silly blog. I took DaveMadeThat.com, and that's where my blog is, and that's sort of where I live online now. Dave made that, and it sort of hosts where I, everything I do is sort of at Dave made that. Gotcha. Now, um, so the, the only podcast you're producing right now is the Two Boobs and a Baby? No, actually, I've started a new show called The Nothing Show. The Nothing Show. That's right. the one you mentioned today. So tell me about The Nothing Show. The Nothing Show is a uh, crazy, creepy, weird, funny, um, quirky, weird show. I said weird twice because it's just that weird. Um, what it is, if you use Twitter, you'll understand this. If you don't, you probably won't. But oh yeah, tell I, I know the story now because I heard it today. Tell my audience because I, I think they're gonna love this. Okay, the idea is so it's nothingshow.com, and what it is is a podcast I created with Tim Coyne, who co-created it from the Hollywood Podcast in LA. We met at a conference in Ontario at Podcasting New Media Expo, and kind of concocted this this podcast that we do over Skype. And basically, how it is, what it is, is a, it's ten minute episodes. Uh, as often as we can, we take. I, I choose a person on Twitter. He chooses a person on Twitter, and we print out about five of their five pages of their most recent tweets. 
That is awesome. And we use these tweets as the script to the show. Okay. And we don't read them consecutively. We kind of pick them out as we could do. But it's everything's done on the fly. There's no pre-rehearsing, nothing like that. And it's it's based off of... Tim is an actor in L.A. Yeah. And I, I used to do improv comedy acting. I trained with Second City in Toronto. And I've done improv comedy for, you know, on and off over the years. And so we came up with this idea. And it's based on an, uh, on an old improv game called Sentences, where you ask your audience to write down scripts, lines of dialogue. And you scrumple them all up and you put them on stage. And you create a scene around that, picking up these lines and reading people's dialogue, sentences. Right. And so it's based on that. And so it's been uh, really well received. It's been, uh, it's been doing great. That sounds interesting. I, I'm, I mean, I can almost visual or not visualize, but yeah, 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 yeah. How do you yeah. visualize audio? Yeah, audioize. I, I, sure. I can almost audioize that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, it sounds it, it sounds intriguing, and I'd love to see the the, the delivery of it. So, well, actually, yeah. Right, before I cut you off, or as I cut you off, sorry. Um, Tim is going to be speaking at um, the Canadian Podcast Buffet. is a great Canadian podcast um, about that features, and they have the features Canadian podcast, and they have an event every year called the Podcast uh, Podcasters Across Borders, yep. which is in Kingston, Ontario. Podcasters Podcasters Across Borders dot com. Yep. And so he's going. He's coming this year, and I'm going to be there. So we're going to do a live. Oh, great. Episode of the Nothing Show. So if anybody who's going to that conference will be able to watch us record it live. Awesome. Well, this and, is going, and it'll be the first time doing that, too. This is going out on the podcastanswerman.com podcast. Nice. So cool. there are plenty of podcasters that will be out there. So cool, yeah. Check out, the, check out the Nothing Show at nothingshow.com. See if you like that. If you do, then go watch that live one and tell me you heard about them on the uh, Podcast Answer Man. Definitely. So, yeah. So, um... Now you're married. Now yeah. you're, you and your wife. Let me ask you because you guys podcast together, right? Right. And you've done how many shows now? We're just oh, we're almost at fifty. Okay. <laughs> now I tell you one. Yeah, now guys. Yeah. Hey, thanks a lot. It was great meeting you today. Me too. So. Um, then I joined. This is great. Well, I, didn't, I didn't get a chance to talk to you, but man, love your passion. Oh, thank you, sir. Thank you. I think it was really great how we all had sort of the same message and we all just kind of learned. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I tell you what, the community in this place is just amazing. I know, isn't it? Right? It is. It is I just good that. stuff. No matter where we're coming from, there's all that sense. That's right. Good seeing you guys. It was great to meet you. Right. So good. Yeah, we'll see you again. See you later. Keep in touch. So, one of the things that I've found, um, a lot of people ask, you know, you do 17 podcasts, Cliff, right? And uh, all the, they're like, how in the world do you have time for your family? Right. What people don't understand is that, like, nine of those podcasts are co-hosted with my wife. Right, yeah. And it's like, there, you cannot have more more meaningful conversation with your wife than yeah. behind a microphone. You're right. You're absolutely right. I mean, and so tell me, how has what is your experience with that? Uh you know, I mean, as the years, I mean, we've been we've been podcasting since October 2005, as I mentioned, and you know, at first it was easy to do, and it, as the kids have gotten older and more labor intensive, um, it's gotten more difficult to, to produce episodes frequently, uh, just because we're both taxed, we're, we're exhausted, we have jobs and, and you know and everything else that we do, so it's hard for us to connect. But when, I mean, to do to do a podcast frequently. But when we do, 
we always, I mean, it, we both agree afterwards. We're like, why are we doing this more often? Because yes. we sit back, we have such a laugh, we reflect, we have a, just a good laugh about about what's been going on. And our podcast, we don't claim to be, you know, experts. It's not about parenting. Yeah, about, yeah. I mean, it is about parenting, but but coming from boobs. We're right. the boobs. It's not about breasts. It's about yeah. adults and idiots, which we are. We know nothing about parenting. We're learning. Like most Okay, parents. okay. I have to admit... The two boobs and the baby, I totally just now got the fact that it's not the boobs. I, right. Okay. I'm and so sorry. Trust me. <laughs> what? If you Google two boobs, guess yeah. it comes up number one. You guys. We did. <laughs> and trust me, the turnaround uh, on the analytics, when, yeah. I, when I look, there's a lot of people that come to the side and go, oh, good God, I don't want this. I'm looking for porn or whatever. Uh, okay. So. so, yeah. So, here's another thing, okay? One of the things that's really healthy for, for our children is for for our children to see mom and dad interact with each other yeah. and to know that they love each other. That's where they that's where a child's confidence really comes from. Right. You know, as a matter of fact, a lot of I don't know if you've ever heard this, the children who wet the bed oftentimes wet the bed to get both of you guys involved and sometimes if a, a child um, if a child uh, acts out a lot and, yeah. and anger writes on the walls and stuff like that, a lot of that's a sign that mom and dad aren't spending enough time together in front of the child. Interesting. And okay. so what's amazing with podcasting is to know that your children one day will be able to sit down and listen to this yeah. and hear these conversations. And that's a big part and the big reason why uh, we do the show. I mean, our kids are a little a little young at this point, I think. I mean, they're one and two. So, yeah, that's a, that's so a big to be, doing, to be showing us those signs necessarily, I think. But, um, but I mean, the, the whole essence of our podcast is really an audio baby book. Yeah. And it is for the fact that, like, not only can our kids listen to it, but their kids can listen to it. And their kids can listen to it. And, you know, God, you know hopefully the geek thing will keep it in the family so they can convert the file yeah. to whatever crazy, you know, whatever's in the future so that they can hear it. Listen to this. But. My daughter is eight years old. Of course, I've told you about her. Yeah. She she has her own podcast. Or, she has her own podcast. She has her own uh, iPod. Yeah. And she is subscribed to all of our shows. That's awesome. And she listens to mom and dad talk all the time. You gotta be careful. But, <laughs> and, but the thing is, is that's, that's the one thing for us. We're always just real open with our kids anyway. Right. And it's like to hear mom and dad talk about things, to joke and to have fun and to be best friends with one another. Yeah. It's huge. My son, same thing. He's six years old, has his own iPod, and he always says, Dad, I heard what you said about me on the podcast the other night. Yeah. <laughs> Our awesome. daughter is two. She's almost three. She has her own iPod, but she's still just, it's a video iPod, so she's still watching Dora on it. She's not listening right. to us yet. But it, yeah, it, it's a it's a whole different dynamic yeah. when husbands and wives are podcasting together. Just the communication there. So I'm glad that that's something you guys are doing as and well. We, and like I said, I mean, we were inspired by Don and Drew, Rachel and Andy, because they were doing it. And I mean, you know, back in the day. And 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 you know, I look at like uh, like uh, like Chris and Betsy Smith from the Croncast. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar with their show, but um, they got they they do an awesome couples cast. One of um, one of my favorite couple casts is the Con cast, and uh, just so much fun. They like have such a hate doing it, and I think I think that's what it's all about. It and this is weird. It's, it is. I mean, whether you have kids or not, even it's just it's almost therapeutic in a way to like to just reflect on the week that was or the, or the yeah. last few days and have a laugh about things. And, and again, I mean, we do it. Like I said, so that our kids can listen to it later. And but what's so cool is that, excuse me, that we started doing it. You know, we put it on iTunes, and suddenly people started emailing us saying, you know, 
oh my gosh, you know, what pacifier are you using? Or all the asking us for tips. So we've been giving tips for a long time and, and sort of, you know, like I said, we're not experts, we don't claim to be, but we're learning like most new parents and it's great, you know, and I just had an email recently from a listener who just listened to episode one and was asking us for a couple references from some of the points you were making in episode one, and I'm like, oh my god, yeah. episode one. Yeah, I'm afraid to listen to episode one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so if people wanted to find you on the web, the couple places are... Uh, um, Dave, DaveMadeThat.com will basically, that has Two Boobs and Baby, The Nothing Show, my blog, my links to my Flickr account, my Twitter account, my Last FM account, where I work, Emma, email marketing, so everything is at DaveMadeThat.com. That's Dave, where you can find me. All right, DaveMadeThat.com. Just real quick, um, before we leave, um, what is the one or two things that you would tell people who are thinking about podcasting uh, about its effectiveness, what it means to you as far as as a means? I mean, is, is there any benefit beyond the whole, I just feel good about it? I mean, what kind of connections have you made as a result of being involved in this space that has helped you not just personally but professionally? Or any, Is there anything like that that you would say, this is why you should really consider possibly getting into this space? Well, I mean, um, you know, there's, I mean, there's always the question of monetization and all that. And personally, I hate the word. And yeah, I mean, I'd love to get a, a deal or a sponsorship for, for two dudes or the nothing show where that would afford to pay, you know, pay me to stay at home and work from home and spend more time with my family. That would be amazing. But I'm not, I mean, I'm also realistic too, I guess. And I don't know. Um, so I don't know. My 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 tip really is is for anybody that's interested to just get started. And and first of all, let me just say my you know you can email me at DaveMadeThat at gmail.com or two boobs in a bit or sorry two boobs at gmail.com whatever. Email me if you if you want advice or help. I'm more than willing to help anybody who wants to get started podcasting. Whether it's advice, whether it's something, if it's something I don't know about, I'll do my best to lead you in the directions. I just recently got an email from uh, a woman who wants to start a podcast. Um, it's a great idea. Um, I won't ruin it for her, but um, but she, she wanted ideas about mics, and I really don't know much about mics, but I put her in touch with some guys who know stuff about mics. So I guess the idea is that you, there's this incredible community and a growing community, rapidly growing community. And I think that's a big thing. I mean, it's just solidifying these relationships and, I don't know, I'm all across the map here, but it's really just, it's about relationships and building relationships, yeah. community. As, you know, I mean, don't do it just to get rich or yeah. to get rich well, or for Just money. so you know, where I was going with that question is like, yeah. professionally, has there been, like in your, your marketing business? Yes. I mean, have, I guess more along the lines of where I was going with that is like, as a result of you getting into the podcasting field, right. have you made connections that you never would have made other, otherwise that have helped you in your profession? Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, Marcus Winnie is a perfect example of that, who you know was a technical director, technology director at Emma, the email marketing company I worked at. I mean, he was the one who decided, really, he, felt, he filled me up like, over coffee to make sure that I was the guy for the job as a new media specialist for the company. And Emma is one of these amazing companies, and I don't, you know, I'm not a, a stakeholder or a shareholder aside, you know, from keeping my job there. But it's one of these companies that are, un, are under, understanding new media in the sense that they've hired me, a specialist in new media. 
And so I am the guy, so from all the stuff I've learned uh, from doing podcasting and blogging and everything, social networking, they've hired me as that person to specialize in that, to monitor their brand, to make sure that Emma's doing well online, and to, and, and to be sort of an evangelist in a way for Emma too. And, I, you know, I, I don't... I don't lie. Emma is an amazing place to work and an amazing group of people and an amazing service. So for me, absolutely, it's, it's a win. It's, I've got the job because of the experience that I've gained just on my own sort of in a hobby sort of level. Awesome. So, and, I, and, you know, they allow me to do consulting and, and freelance stuff too. So, you know, should anybody have in, an interest in asking me about Twitter or podcasts or whatever, on a consulting level and a business level, they're cool with me doing that. Most of the people that work there were in Nashville. Most of the people that work there are musicians and have gigs, and, and you know everybody has other jobs, other hobbies, whatever. And they and they encourage that and they support that, and awesome. that's that's one of the coolest things about working there. So. Very cool. Well, everybody, this has been uh, me chatting with uh, Dave Delaney. You can follow him on Twitter at twitter.com/slash Dave Delaney. Dave, thank you very much. Thanks, Cliff. Uh, it's been a pleasure. Alrighty, so that was my conversation with uh, Dave Delaney, and again, you can just get a sense, just I think from these conversations, just a little bit of the networking and conversations that one can have when you get together with other podcasters, and and I will say that the the party that happened after PodCamp Nashville was amazing. It did give a wonderful opportunity to all of us to get together and and have that little bit of connection time that kind of we missed during the the session times today when when maybe there was a session or two that we weren't quite interested in because it maybe didn't reach us at the level where we were at uh we kind of missed out on some of those conversations the only problem is is that not everybody came to the afterwards party and so uh you know it it was what it was and it w- and, and I had a great time all I can say is I have I had a great time. And before I go, um, I two things I want to say. First of all, thank you to Evan Ag over at Ag Design uh, for sponsoring the podcast Answer Man. You can uh, get twenty percent off if you mention the podcast Answer Man after going to agedesign.com slash podcast. That's agee design.com slash podcast mention the podcast answer man 20% off of anything he does so uh, definitely check that out let him know that I that I sent you over there uh, a lot of my listeners have uh, have told me that they've used Evan that they've contacted him and they are enjoying the service and quality of work that he is providing also being that this is my review of PodCamp Nashville, I went down the first night and did not have any. I, I didn't. I didn't go to PodCamp Nashville with any plans as far as a place to sleep at night. So the first night I got down there, I was hoping that I might have ran into somebody. My good friend Scott uh, Sheriff, who lives in Nashville, unfortunately was unavailable because he was out touring with Stephen Curtis Chapman. Uh, he's a keyboardist in the band there. And uh, a matter of fact, I'm hooking up with him uh, Friday. Stephanie and I are going to go see him and uh, in the band and, and go hang out at the concert Friday night here in Cincinnati. Anyway, so I, I, he wasn't available. I ended up staying at a, a very inexpensive hotel, hotel down there in Nashville. However, the ni- Saturday night, or I guess, was that Saturday night? Yeah, Saturday night, I did have a wonderful opportunity to uh, stay the night in the guest room of a wonderful guy. His name is uh, 
Jonathan Nation, and he and his wife opened up their home and their guest room to me that evening. Uh, Jonathan uh, is very into podcasting. He, you ought to check out artistinsider.com. And uh, he's he's a great business-minded person, and the two of us stayed up and probably talked until about 3.30 in the morning, just having some wonderful conversation, and uh, made, it, made it for some very tiring travel home the next day, but it was, it was worth every minute of it just to, uh, to connect with him and, and have the conversations we did, and to have a nice place to sleep at night. So, Jonathan, thank you to you and your wife for providing a place for me to rest my head on Saturday evening. And with that, I'm going to go ahead and run on out of here. I hope that these episodes have been somewhat enlightening, just hearing some of the vitality, the energy that had come out of PodCamp Nashville. Very enjoyable evenings, uh, or very enjoyable time there. And uh, I hope that if you ever get an opportunity to go to a PodCamp, that you will do so. I guarantee you, you'll have fun. And uh, until next time, uh, join the community.